Welcome back to Synchronicity, the podcast where we know that nothing is a coincidence and thus everything is intentional. How do you feel about that? Let's talk about it. And you know, we can low-key flip that. (laughs) We can actually say, instead of nothing is a coincidence and everything is intentional, we could twist it to nothing is intentional and everything is a coincidence. (laughs) How do you feel about that? Let's talk about it. In today's episode, we are getting into how the many messengers of Mercury are connected by one singular soul of one solo spiritual space. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, then you're already aware that Kesselquat, Hermes, and Thoth are all three aspects of one spirit, which means that Kesselquat, Hermes, and Thoth are not separate spirits. Anyone who acts like they are separate spirits is a liar, and they're lying out of ignorance because they don't know how the soul works. They don't know how vibration works. They don't know how somatics work. They don't know how connections work. So if you've been rocking with me, if you've been tapping into the root of the symmetry for a while, then you already know this truth. You already know that Hermes... Thoth, and all forms of Quetzalcoatl are one spirit, expressing its soul through different structures. So the body of Hermes is a separate structure than the body of Tehuti. The body of Quetzalcoatl is a separate structure than both Hermes and Tehuti. But all these structures only matter because of the vibration of one soul. And that is where we get Mercury. So when we see that Wednesday is considered Woden's Day, and also Hermes Day, and also Thoth Day, this is because everything I'm saying is correct. And then this is where God has shown me that Mercury is God's Spider-Man. And now I can see that the entire concept of Spider-Man hiding his identity to support people who do not support him to save the lives of individuals who want to kill him, that's all stolen from me. That's my life. That's my energy. That's what it's like being Mercury. I help people who want to hurt me. I bring life to individuals who want to kill me. I support spirits who silence me. And that literally looks like me as Metatron being cut down, silenced, and suppressed on the metaverse. Literally. Instagram and Facebook are using the metaverse to spy on us, steal everything from us, learn about us, make infinite money controlling our consciousness while teaching us that they're not doing that. The Masons who own Facebook have specifically changed their name to Meta only because they were getting put on blast for being so evil that they felt like they could use my name to change their costume, to change their outfit. So now they can be seen a different way, just like the KKK. So this is literally how white people build America and how white people build their empires. They use the creations of indigenous people 
to appear like they're here to help us. So the same way that Facebook is using Meta to act like they're here to help us when they've never been here to help us is the same exact way that the medical industry is using Metatron's caduceus to act like they're here to help us when obviously they're here to hurt us. And the only reason the medical industry is using the caduceus of Hermes Trismegistus to make infinite money shooting us with medications that we're not allowed to talk about is because they're colonizers and they're actively weaponizing the many past lives of Metatron to make money teaching us that we only live once. And that is very intentionally the point of them using the caduceus to sell medicine. So now everyone who's not me, right? All the spirits who are not aware of what I'm aware of, they look at the caduceus, they look at the medical industry, and they literally think that the doctors are superheroes because they're carrying what they stole from the real superhero, Hermes. Hermes is the real superhero of all doctors. That's why they're using his technology and his ideas to make money teaching us that they're smarter than him. When all these doctors who are using the caduceus to make money selling me white supremacy are fat, lazy, super unhealthy, they're deteriorating, they're depressed, they're dealing with all these poisons inside their body, none of them fast. All these doctors who tell me not to fast, they don't fast, and none of them have bodies that I want. So this is a truly messed up time, and it seems like the only thing in my power is to produce products like this. This is where my power has to go, into producing products that can share the truth. So now I can see with great power comes great responsibility because I have the power to produce this product. It is my responsibility to meet God's expectations and God's expectations have nothing to do with humans. So when I've been here fasting for years and everyone wants to kill me and everyone's telling me that I'm not supposed to fast because Jesus did it for me. That's been a very long path of God taking me down many different experiences to build up my consciousness. And now I'm much more conscious of why I've been fasting and where fasting came from and why this system worships the concept of killing children who fast to talk to God. Because that's the whole point of Jesus. He fasts to talk to God and then he gets killed by his own people because he as a black man is not seen as a true and now Christians worship the concept of Jesus being white because the Jews who killed Jesus said he was not a true Jew. And thus, him being black, he's not Jew now. And this is explicitly how the people who want to be seen as Jews are calling all black people anti-Semitic when objectively, Jesus as a black man was a Jew before the government killed him and created Christianity. This is facts. This is straight up facts. Now, all these white Christians in the world are racist because this racism is manufactured. The government that killed Jesus manufactured racism by whitewashing him in the first place. And that's how they justified killing all the way to this day, all the indigenous peoples in North, South and Central America. Objectively. So the Christians were paid by the Vatican to traffic children 
that were not Christian. That's objectively how every single country in North, South, and Central America has been created. And it is no coincidence at all that the same system who is using the death of Jesus to spread genocide is making money teaching us that we only live once. So, because I have the awareness to know why Masons are using money to manipulate all of our emotions, that awareness is power. So I can see that awareness and power are very closely related. They're almost the same thing. Because seriously, think about this. Any form of superpower, right? Any form of superpower that you have is going to be rooted in awareness. If you're not aware of your abilities, you won't be able to exercise your abilities. So Christianity taught me that I'm not able to talk to the dead. It's only because I'm able to smoke the spirit molecule, I'm able to hit dimethyltryptamine, I'm able to fast and produce the spirit molecule, I'm able to water fast and produce dimethyltryptamine from my brain, from my caduceus, from my cosmic consciousness, right? That's where we get breath work, the Ayurvedic yogi path. It is only because I'm able to smoke the spirit molecule. I'm able to toke my space medicine that I'm able to activate my powers and I'm able to be aware of where my consciousness is coming from, literally. So the only reason I'm able to tell you the truth about Mercury is because I've been using fasting and psychedelics to expand my consciousness and master my Merkaba, objectively. If it was up to the government, if it was up to the religions that run the world, if it was up to the Masons that use money to manipulate my emotions to make me serve them, if it was up to the white people who label me a black nigger, because they are jealous of everything that I have and they don't want me to believe that I'm valuable or know that I'm valuable or know that I'm the currency that they're harnessing to make money for themselves, I can promise you every god in Mercury and Atlantis, and there's so many gods, so many gods that make up the universes of Mercury and Atlantis, they can all promise you that I would not be aware of one iota of what I'm aware of if the government actually had control over my mind. If Jealous Jehovah actually created every Indian that is burning in hell because they don't worship child sacrifice, I would not be able to speak the way that I'm speaking right now. It would be impossible for you to hear any of the words that I'm saying. If Jealous Jehovah, if El Kanah, if the one true Jewish God that is using all the Metatron's past lives to kill his child so that Jesus can teach us why we only live once and why we need to go be happy in a space outside of ourselves. If everything that Christianity and Judaism said was true, I would not be able to speak anything of what I'm speaking right now because Jealous Jehovah, El Kanah, would be in control of my consciousness. Now, this is where Christians say, well, God gave you free will, so it's your responsibility to worship how he killed his child because Jesus is the only true child and all of us are false children because we're all evil and we're all of sin. Meanwhile, Jesus was actually a black man 
that they killed and whitewashed as an excuse to kill billions of more black men, not millions, billions. Christians are responsible for killing billions of black men, women, and children across the earth. And Christians are not solely responsible. Christians were paid by the religion that does not want to be named to label indigenous cultures black so that they could have an excuse to kill billions of black women, men, and children. And do know that these billions of black people who've been killed by white Christians, the billions of black people who've been killed by white Christians, right white, this is the witchcraft, they want us to be black our culture. So no black people in history, we've never called ourselves black. The only reason we identify as black is because we as black people are taught by Christians to support their religion. And that's why they're always the right people to rape us, erase us, and replace us with blackface. And then we're constantly supporting them because that's who we are at this point. So that's where I can see each black person as Spider-Man. Literally, every black person in America, I would see as Spider-Man at this point. Because I can see that every black person is supporting a system that does not support them. Objectively, what it means to be black is to support a system that does not support you. When we look at the entire history of black people, we're never once, not once, in any form of any reality, we're never going to see white people support black people. We're only going to see white people hurting black people, and then they use their satanic system to enslave us under their spirituality. And under white people's spirituality, they're always right. They can never be wrong. And that's where we get the KKK culture. That's where we get white people not admitting that they're wrong, and they just always do what they want to do and they just push forward and they're always pushing forward with what they want to do no matter how wrong it is so that's this whole new world order like the whole point of us serving money is that we are all supporting a new world order that makes us all black and because people do not have the awareness of where money comes from to know how masons are using it to manipulate their emotions this is just normal Right. For 99 percent of people in the world working for money that they don't understand is just normal serving your entire life to get the numbers zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And to use those numbers to manipulate physical reality. That's normal because that's order. But no one knows how to talk about that because no one is me. See, so now the paradox is no one knows how to talk about that. I only know one who knows how to talk about that. That's me. <laughs> so externally, no one knows how to talk about that. I, as me, M-E, me Curie, me Tatron, I don't see anyone outside of myself who can talk about this because no one has my soul. See, so because no one has my relationship with God, no one can talk about God the way that I can. So it's important for the entire universe to know the only reason Masons are able to use money to manipulate our emotions is because they stole all of their mathematics, all of their material, all of their metal, 
all of their matter from Metatron. All the metaverse, metaphysic, magic math that Masons use to create their new world stolen from the old world of Metatron. So when you see that Amazon has named itself Amazon and they're connecting virtually every country on the planet by producing products or selling products to us, do know that that's colonizers harnessing the energy that they stole from the Amazon. So in the indigenous world, when we look at Brazil and we see that the Mayan, the Incans, the Aztecs, right? These are the main white names that we have for those cultures in South America. When we see that they have all of these resources, right? They have so much food. They have so much metal, so much gold, so much value, so much knowledge, so much technology. That's why Spain turned South America into Latin America. The only reason we call South America and Central America Latin America is because the Latin Spaniards colonized it violently and they stole everything for the Vatican. So now the Vatican and the men who own Russia and own the Vatican, the men who own the banking system, they're truly the right people. See, so they're the ones who created the idea of being white. And their idea of being white is that they can never be wrong. That's why we're in a society where if you have money, you can never be wrong. Literally, the legal system has set it up so that if you have money, you can never be wrong. Murder is only wrong if you're poor. That's what the legal system says. We can look at all forms of American history and see that rich people are allowed to kill poor people. That's how America was created. (laughs) That's how Hollywood is built by rich people killing poor people. The legal system will actively encourage and reward rich people for killing poor people because that's how the government stole this land from me. That's how the government keeps me as poor Peter Parker. That's how the government traps Indians in a matrix where they can label us as Indians, where they can label us as black. They call us niggards because they perceive us as being stingy with everything that they want. That's why they call us the N-word. They don't want us to know that because they don't want us to be conscious of what I'm conscious of. That's why they want to eat me. They want to kill me. They want to chop me down and make money out of me to keep supporting white supremacy. That's why I can talk about Jesus. I have fasted so much more than Jesus. It's not even funny. It's actually not a joke. (laughs) It's literally, this is real. I have fasted more than Jesus. So I'm very personally invested in the fact that Jesus was killed by his own people and then whitewashed. That's the truth. This system that teaches me to worship his murder says that Jews killed Jesus because he, as a black Jew, was not seen as a true Jew. So the only reason Jesus was a black Jew is because Jews were black before white people wanted to be Jewish, objectively. And every Christian in existence is worshiping the concept of killing black Jews so that white people can be seen as Jewish. That is objectively why Jesus was killed by a government that said he was not actually a Jew. And once they killed him and sacrificed him, they whitewashed his image so that he does not look like he actually does. And then they make us worship that. 
And then this is where white people want to have their cake and eat it too. So after I was forced to worship Jesus as white my entire life, it was at some point in high school, late high school, once the internet started making people more woke, that my church had to reply to the internet and say, oh, hey guys, okay, well, we know Jesus did not actually look like this. We know that. We know he wasn't actually white, but that doesn't matter. The color doesn't matter. And then that's where white people, they're so evil. White people will kill a black man, whitewash him, teach us to worship the concept of how they kill black people so that they can create America while saying that his color doesn't matter and race doesn't matter. Come on. It hurts so much. This is the shit that makes me not want to be alive here. The fact that this is the white system that has the power to cause climate change and teach us that they're smarter than us and that we don't feel pain and that Jesus, even though he used to be black, he was only whitewashed because race doesn't matter. And it's just about white people doing what they want while appearing like superheroes. This is it does. I don't want to be alive here. I don't want to support a system like this. I don't want to serve a system that does not serve me. But that is the Jesus witchcraft. That is the black witchcraft. That's the point of Masons making us believe that our races are colors. They're weaponizing hermeticism against us. So when they say black lives matter, we already see in colorful consciousness, they're weaponizing everything they stole from Metatron to make money keeping black people poor. They make money keeping us poor because that's how they manipulate all of us as Spider-Man to hold their system together. So literally, white people view black people as Jesus, but that's why they killed Jesus and they worship eating his flesh and drinking his blood to go to heaven. So that's objectively what white people do to black people to create America. They hang us from trees. They burn us alive. They eat our flesh. They drink our blood. And to them, that's all Jesus. That's all Jesus rituals. That's them sacrificing the children of God to spread their government. This is objectively the entire history of what makes America great. When Trump says make America great again, he's talking about, hey, we should kill more Native Americans than we're already killing. We should sacrifice more people of color than we're already sacrificing. We should whitewash more history than we're already whitewashing because white supremacy, light supremacy, the one true God reigns supreme. He can never be wrong. Jealous Jehovah can never be wrong. Therefore, the white people who serve Jealous Jehovah can never be wrong. And now all the black people need to be lack because we are eternally evil in their eyes. And this is why white people are obsessed with assimilating us into a culture that gives them the power to alienate us. Black people built America before white people worshipped a jealous God that told them they could do whatever it takes to steal our land from us. And the only problem black people have is that we trust people who don't trust us. So notice how the entire history of America is Native Americans, black people, already trusting themselves. We already trust ourselves. That's why we can build a world where we're happy alone. It takes white people who don't trust themselves to come into our land, see what we have, and then start worshiping jealous Jehovah. 
And now they're going to use their worship of jealous Jehovah to justify genocide through Jesus. And then they're going to say that everyone they kill in the name of Jesus Christ is going to hell because they don't worship child sacrifice. Literally, this is objectively the mind state of a Christian. All of America was created by Christians who are getting paid to believe that they can kill children freely and happily because a child died for their sins. Do you see that? Like this is objectively what Christians believe. Christians objectively believe that they can kill any child they want because God killed a child for them. That's white people. That's why white people don't think they can ever be wrong. That's why white people will lie to the ends of the universe and back to appear like they were right from the start. Sadly, I wish this was not true, but this is the reality that I'm forced to be in. So do know, I don't want to be alive here. I I literally do not want to be alive here. I'm not happy here. I'm happy alone. I'm not happy here. But I'm forced to be here because people are so unhappy here. God called me away to share the truth about how our consciousness works and what it actually means to even be happy with God. And I can see that these racist religions that make money off of genocide objectively do not want us to be happy alone. That's why Masons do not teach us anything about spirituality or space. They just teach us to serve a name. Literally, that's what they make money doing. They make money manufacturing a system and manipulating our circumstances to make all of us as humans believe and feel like we need to serve the system that's supporting one spirit. It's not supporting us because you're a spirit. If this system is using spirituality to teach you that there's only one true spirit and that's the God who created everybody in existence, that's white supremacy. And historically, we can see that this very same system that is claiming one God created all of us came way after all these other gods. There's so many other gods. There's so many pantheons of polytheistic gods that created earth, that built the pyramids before white people used their jealous, all-consuming fire of one God to take credit for everything that they're cannibalizing. And now they globally have the power to teach us that we're evil and they're good. And that's Hollywood. That's the movies. That's why white people put on blackface. The whole point of white people putting on blackface is that they're using technology to teach the entire world why black people are evil. But white people believe we're so evil, they don't even want to work with us on camera. So when they eat us off camera, they feel like they can be us. And now they can put on blackface to replace us. And this is where we got the music industry. The entire music industry comes from this, American slavery. It comes from white people eating their slaves because black people were making music to keep working. And white people felt like they would be able to make way more money off of music if they could be the face for it. But white people couldn't make music on their own. And white people know this. White people know that they can't make music on their own. That's why they're obsessed with cannibalizing the cultures that allow them to make music. And this is why black culture is seen as a commodity when we have never called ourselves black. Black people do not call themselves black. We have never called ourselves black. We are labeled black by the Masons who want to appear white. And that's the only reason the world has a relationship with black people the way that they do. Because 
blackness is completely colored by whiteness. White comes before black. But if you don't know this, that is explicitly because the banking system stole everything from Hermes, everything from Thoth, everything from Odin, everything from Metatron, everything from all the past lives of Mercury so that they can teach us that we only live once. And then this is how they weaponize consciousness against us. So if you've listened to colorful consciousness, then you know that white people correlate to the ego and black people correlate to the soul. This is specific witchcraft. And the only reason the banking system is not telling us that white is ego and black is soul is explicitly because I'm correct. All right. They want to kill me. They want to eat me, but I'm right. They want to treat me the same way they treat all the trees. That's why I'm a symmetry. I'm symmetry. As symmetry, my idea of God predates any human who wants to write a language. That's the point of a tree. My idea of God predates any language that you can make up out of your own consciousness. So I, as a tree, if you're going to cut me down to teach me that I need to support your God, I can explicitly see as a spirit that I support you, but you do not support me. My idea of God created the circumstance where you could colonize my environment and teach me why I need to serve you. So that's all Native Americans. All Native Americans, all indigenous peoples, are supposed to be in this perspective. Everyone who is indigenous to America is supposed to see God like a tree. We're supposed to know that God predates all forms of language. So when trees are creating a reality where we can breathe air, that's much closer to God than a human cutting down that tree and then printing the word Jealous Jehovah or El Kanah (laughs) or Yahweh. And then saying, you need to serve this spirit because he created everything to serve him. See, that's just true. Like, like, that's true racism. That tree did not consent to being cut down and having its flesh torn apart. Just like black people did not consent to being cut down and having our flesh torn apart. But both of these activities are justified by the Christians that get paid to cannibalize our children. They get paid to steal our land from us while lying to us about who we are, objectively. That's been me going through white people's school system. They constantly lie to me so they can make money manufacturing warfare, manufacturing genocide, while they suppress my consciousness. So this is the only reason that the spirit molecule, dimethyltryptamine, is illegal. I promise. The only reason, the only, the only reason, literally, the only real reason that dimethyltryptamine has been labeled a scheduled one controlled substance by the government is because the government does not want you in contact with your spirit. That's why dimethyltryptamine is labeled the spirit molecule. They don't want you in contact with your spirit because that's how they teach you to serve their spirit. Elkanah, Jealous Jehovah. They don't want you to even be able to talk about their God properly because they want you to believe that their God is all love and all light. When scripturally, the universe shows all of us that their God is a jealous, all-consuming fireball. (laughs) Like, that's not love and that's not light. 
But if white people love jealousy and they love consuming, they'll call a jealous, all-consuming fireball a loving light. And that's objectively all white culture. This is why white people worship the concept of being jealous of black people. This is why white people actively worship the concept of killing black people and stealing our resources to support themselves. All forms of American slavery, the Jim Crow era, segregation, all justified by this mind state, by white people's racist religion, objectively. And they're never going to apologize because of their mind state, because of the racist religion, because they don't believe, they don't think that they've ever been wrong in their history. And that's only possible because white people genuinely believe that jealous Jehovah created black people to serve their desires. So when they eat us, they feel like it's just like eating a cow or eating a chicken or eating any animal. Literally. If white people have normalized eating animals, and we can also see that white people have normalized treating black people like animals, make the connection. When we see that white people put on blackface because they want to make money appearing black while teaching the world what black means, make the connection. It's right in front of you. I don't want to be saying this. I'm not happy talking about these things. Believe that. I'm not happy talking about these things. But because no one else is going to be down here talking about these things like I am, I'm forced to talk about these things. So when I say I'm forced, it's because God is applying pressure on me that God is not even applying on anyone else. So that's how I know that everyone has a truly, infinitely individual and real relationship with God. Pressure. Pressure is proof that everyone has a personal relationship with God. If you do not have the same pressure placed upon your soul that I do, you do not have the same relationship with God that I do. So I'm about to spark up the spirit molecule. <laughs> it's about to be an awesome time. We're going to vibe out in the astral realm. And when we come back, I'll keep sparking it because I've got a lot of spirit molecule here. It's going to be awesome. And... I'm going to talk about how the many messengers of Mercury correlate to Metatron's math. So now you can see why Mason stole math from Metatron to make money out of metal and material and metaphysics and matter <laughs> overall. And everything matters, right? So your consciousness is your currency. When we see that the banking system has given you a social security number, when we see that these systems are using numbers to make money out of your consciousness, that's because you matter. And in vibrational vowels, we know that you is water, right? I, fire, you, water, O, air, A, earth, E, metal, Y, wood. So when we know that you matter, that's where we can see your you is your universe and your universe is your soul. That is your water. So your universe, your soul literally matters or else you would not have a heartbeat that is making your body physically matter. So that's all consciousness. Your heart is beating because your consciousness wants to be aware of a space outside of itself. And you deserve to know that. No scientist is going to tell you that. 
but that's because they stole everything from me to make money off of our consciousness. And these scientists don't believe that they would be able to make money off of us if we knew what money meant. <laughs> Literally, the banking system does not believe that they would be able to make money controlling our consciousness if we knew how to control our own consciousness. So that's what Jesus is, by the way. Jesus is the bank telling you what it means to be a child who can control your own consciousness, which is why Jesus had to fast. No one told Jesus to fast. No one wanted Jesus to fast. Jesus had to use his own consciousness to separate from the world and fast by himself so that he could talk to God. So that's objectively what I've been doing for years now. I've been talking to God for many years now based on me fasting way more than Jesus, way more frequently, way more often. And I've been dealing with how everyone in my life who worships killing him wants to kill me. I see how all the people who worship killing Jesus to go to heaven, none of them want to fast. And when I'm here fasting to talk to God, they don't actually want to do it themselves. Sadly, they want to kill me because that's the vibe that they're in. So when the Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God, that's a lie. Everyone can see that that's a lie because we know the vibration predates the word, obviously. That's why you can't believe the words people say. When Christians come over to indigenous land and they call us Indians, if we believe that, then we're going to get separated from our culture. Right? The moment Christians call us Indians and we believe that, we as Native Americans have just let Christians abduct us in their Merkaba. Literally, they're the aliens that are abducting us in a UFO, in an unidentified flying object. And that's overall their mental cloud that's able to control how we're all conscious of one another. That's the real UFO. That's what a Merkaba represents. When America is named America, that's the Vatican being like, let's use a Merkaba to abduct all the indigenous children that we can harvest blood from. That's the Vatican. That's white culture. That's why they're obsessed with vampires, by the way. I'm not making this up. This is their imagination. I'm not happy here. I'm happy alone. I'm not happy with people who want to eat me and lie to me about my own history. But this is what Mercury is forced to support. So when you see that Jesus can walk on water, that's all about fasting. That's all about how if you water fast and you can fast long enough, you're going to walk on water because your vibration is going to be lighter than the universe that you're in. So literally, this is scientific. Uh, This is real science. This is symmetry science. This is somatic science right here. If you keep eating the material that came out of the universe that you're in, you're going to lock your vibration into that universe. So when Jesus fasted for 40 days to talk to God, that was him practicing symmetry science. He was practicing hermeticism. He was practicing Zoroastrianism. He was using Enoch's teachings to make up his own form of Metatron to create his own Mercury. And that's explicitly why Jesus is jealous Jehovah. That's the whole point of the religion. Jesus is literally jealous Jehovah sacrificing himself to his own people. So jealous Jehovah created a child 
that he said is the only true child, but then he has the true child get killed by his children because now this is how God created two religions. One where Christians believe the true child of God is a Jew who got killed by his own people. And then the other true religion, which is supposed to be more true than Christianity, is that the Jews killed Jesus because there's no true child of God and they're all children of God. Like, you see, like this is manufactured warfare. If you don't understand spirituality, if you don't have inner peace, you will get lost in how jealous Jehovah is manufacturing warfare with these racist religions. When we see that Christians hate Muslims and we see all these manufactured fights of how the Islamic terrorists want to kill Christian democracy, (laughs) that's all manufactured by one spirit. Literally, when we look at the actual God of Christianity and Islam, it's the same spirit, the same exact spirit. So if you're a human and you are actually participating in being a Christian and hating Muslims or you're a Muslim and you hate Christians, I feel so bad for you. You are literally being used as a hateful battery. (laughs) Like you are being used as a hateful battery to power a hateful matrix. That's destroying the environment all out of a pure white supremacist greed, out of pure fire, all-consuming jealous desire. (laughs) Literally. I feel bad for you. That's sad. You need to hit the spirit molecule. See, that's where the government that taught you to go to war for one spirit, they don't want you to use psychedelics to talk to your God because then you would be more peaceful and you wouldn't even see a logical reason for killing other people. You wouldn't think in your consciousness, I'm going to live a better life if I kill these children. Not possible. (laughs) You know, that's not possible when you're close to God. And doing psychedelics is all about being close to God. So I promise you, the only reason the government that has made all of its money killing children like me, the only reason the government that's made all of its money killing children like me has made dimethyltryptamine, the spirit molecule, a scheduled one controlled substance is because... They don't want you in the vibration where you're happy alone. They don't want you in the vibration where you don't support sacrifice. They don't want you in the vibration where you don't support slavery. That is explicitly the only reason why the same religions who want us to worship how they murdered Jesus and whitewashed him from black into white. This is the only reason why they made ayahuasca illegal when they invaded these lands. This is the only reason why they made dimethyltryptamine illegal when they invaded these lands they made marijuana illegal when they invaded these lands right but notice how white people literally now in 2023 white people can make all the money that they want selling weed meanwhile the same white people who make money selling weed in america are imprisoning black people for having weed in america when the true history is that black people were growing weed in america before white people came and stole our land from us so objectively the true history of america is that white people raped murdered cannibalized and enslaved black people because they were jealous of the fact that we are doing everything that they're doing today on an agricultural level So black people, we're growing all of our own food. We're growing all of our own weed here in America. But because the banking system 
is using jealous Jehovah's religions to spread white supremacy, white supremacy. Now it's illegal. Black people get murdered for having weed. But meanwhile, white people are building empires off of murdering black people. Like this is objectively America. White people have built their entire corporate business of the United States government off of killing black people and doing what we were doing before they invaded our land. So now white people can make money growing food, but they're going to imprison black people for growing food. White people make money growing weed, but they imprison black people for growing weed. It's all slavery. It's all excuses for white people to enslave melanated beings because it's ultimately about melanin. Like this is why white people are so racist. They're angry that they don't have melanin. So when they see someone who has melanin, they view us as a servant to their desires because they desire to have melanin. So if they can't have melanin in their own body, then they feel like God gave them permission to rape us, murder us, or at the very least control our consciousness so that they can use our melanin for themselves. And this is explicitly why if you go look up how much melanin is worth, you're going to see it is seven times the value of gold. Literally. I'm not making this up. White people did this. White people have created a system where they have labeled, they have openly labeled and admitted that melanin is over seven times more valuable to them than gold by the gram. Literally. When you compare the price of melanin by the gram and gold by the gram, melanin is going to be over seven times more valuable because of slavery, because they view us as gold, because white people view us as black people as the currency that they're making money out of. And as long as white people can control our consciousness, they are able to make money controlling our currency. And that is explicitly why Marvel is using Wakanda to teach all of us as Native Americans that we are from Africa. Wakanda is explicitly a term used to describe Native American gods overall, not just one god. Wakanda is a term to describe the many gods that are making North America possible. So the only reason Marvel Comics, which is owned by the Christians and the Christians that get paid to spread uh, the Big J's agenda, Jealous Jehovah's agenda. The only reason they're using Wakanda to teach black people that Black Panther is from Africa is explicitly, explicitly because they are abducting us in our own land. The only reason Marvel is using Wakanda to teach black people that we're from Africa is because they are explicitly abducting us in our own land. And it takes us having the consciousness to see that Wakanda is not an African word. It is a Native American word. If you are a black person born in America and Marvel has used Wakanda to teach you that you're from Africa, you deserve to know that you have been lied to. White people are lying to you about where you're from because you are the currency that they want to be conscious of. And thus, they only want you to be conscious of how they're conscious of you. So if white people invade our homes 
and they want us to believe that they were here first, they're going to tell us that they were here first. And that's the entire American system of education. That's what I went through, where white people just forced me to learn all these different ways in which they were here first. And they didn't do anything wrong. And America's the best country ever. And really, they're bigger victims of themselves based on how they orchestrated World War I and World War II. So you deserve to know the truth. I deserve to know the truth. And really, I would damn near say everybody deserves to know the truth. So that's why I am sharing all this wisdom at the expense of myself. Do know that I am in a super fucked up circumstance where no matter how much I try to get money, I just can't get money. Like the universe does not want to pay me for my work. The universe does not want to pay me for my time. And the only thing I can do is produce product that seems the most productive for positivity. So even though it looks like it might be productive for me to keep spending my days looking for jobs, I'm at the point where I can see that no one wants to hire me. It's probably because I'm black. It's probably because I look the way I do. So that is, again, the whole point of the banking system. The entire history of America is, again, the concept of America. The concept of America is that white people get to own everything that they see because white people believe we were all created by their God. That's objectively what the Vatican brought into Wakantanka. That's objectively why the Vatican brought money into Wakanda and then stole all of our land and our resources to make money off of because they could not buy our resources. Their money does not matter without our resources. So the only way the Vatican could make money out of our resources is to treat us like a resource. That's why they enslave us in our own land and lie to us about our own history. So the whole point of America being built is that white people want to have everything that they believe black people have. And this is explicitly why racism is a thing because white people want to kill black people. The whole point of America is for white people to replace all the black cultures that were here first. That's objectively the whole point of America as a culture, literally. So that's why America has taught us to identify our race in terms of white and black. It's all part of abducting us. So no one wants to hire me. It's probably because I'm an indigenous man. And this is the whole point of keeping indigenous peoples poor. And I, I don't know what's going to happen to me. I seriously want to die. I, I hate that I'm alive in this position. And my life is only looking like it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse because no one wants to help me. No one wants to support me. I'm forced to support everybody, but no one wants to support me. And now I'm supposed to have all the wisdom that comes from having to support everyone, but no one wants to support me. And then I have to support myself. So now I have to support everyone while supporting myself, but the people that I support don't support me, yet they also are cutting me down. Like they actively don't support me to where they're making money out of me so I can't support myself. And that's what I'm in. That's my battle with the government, where the government actively has never supported me. But even once I'm trying to support myself, the government keeps coming into my space, cutting me down, chopping me down, stealing my resources and teaching me that I'm not even allowed to support myself because I need to be a slave to them. 
And that's objectively the government. That's objectively the Abrahamic covenant that has circumcised me against my consent. That's why they circumcise me because they see me as a slave to their government. So you need to know if you're a man and you've been circumcised, you are considered a Jew in the eyes of jealous Jehovah. That's the whole point of the Abrahamic covenant. That's the whole point of Abraham saying that he circumcises white boys inside the house and black boys who they own with money outside of the house. Slavery is scriptural. See, like us identifying racially as white and black is scriptural based on the Masons who made Abraham's covenant so that they could justify circumcising all the little boy penises that they're thinking about. That's why I call them the penis police. <laughs> so the penis police, they're constantly on patrol with their racist algorithms. They've made dimethyltryptamine a scheduled one controlled substance because they don't want you to commune with your spirit. They don't want you to breathe in the molecule that will allow you to have spiritual experiences. <laughs> and this is all because slavery. This is how the banks make money out of the math that they've stolen from me. So I'm going to hit this. We're going to vibe out. And when we come back, I am going to get into the mathematics of Metatron and the meaning of 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9 with them being correlated to the messengers of Mercury. So we already know, for example, 0 is spirit. We already know that 1 is ego. We already know that 2 is soul. We already know that 3 is mind. We already know that four is body. We already know that five is family. We already know that six is planet. We already know that seven is consciousness. We already know that eight is universe. And we already know that nine is God. You will not find that anywhere on the internet because Mason stole everything from me. And they are the niggardly niggards. All right. Real words, not a slur. They turned it into a slur because this is their language. But I'm just hitting the origin point. They are the niggardly niggards that are stingy with all the resources I give freely. So Mercury gives wisdom freely. But because Masons want to make money off of slavery, they use their niggardly niggard energy to steal my freedom and enslave us inside of their matrix. And now I'm in here. Now I'm in here relating with everyone who's also enslaved because we're supposed to be working together. And that's why you need to take responsibility for your Spider-Man powers. Because <laughs> that's what it would mean for us to work together. If you take responsibility for your power, then you and I can be Spider-Man together. And then that's where if we all start to be Spider-Man together, we'll basically start weaving a new world. We'll literally start creating the connections that allow us to bring a new world into the universe. And that's what it means to truly be Spider-Man, where you can weave webs. <laughs> Weaving webs is all about using your Gemini energy to expand the universe. So I do love this. I love spirituality. I love the truth. I love talking about where energy comes from, why energy matters. I love to talk about consent. I love to talk about communication. I love to talk about why every form of consciousness is a child of God in its own infinitely individual way. So 
if you vibe with that, then I highly encourage you to download my app. As in, just get the website and download it as an app onto your phone. Because you can do that. You can take the website, download it as an app onto your phone, and now it's an easy logo that you can just click on to get access to everything that Mason stole from Mercury. And now you're going to be way more conscious of the world you're in than anyone who does not have that app on their phone. Literally. That is an absolute fact. If you download my website as an app on your phone and you regularly read it or you use it as a way to watch my videos or get connected to information that you feel like you're ready for in whatever space God has put you, you are mathematically going to be way more conscious of the universe that you're in than everyone who does not have that app. And that app will be a form of earth that always allows you to tap into what my space is providing. So the moment my spirit in any part of this planet, right? I release a new podcast. I release a new video about God, about being spiritual, about building awesome relationships, about bringing heaven to earth, right? Because you have the app on your phone, you can easily click it and get access to everything my spirit provides. And the only thing it costs you is your time. It costs me way more than my time. That's why I'm producing all this product at the full expense of myself. So I encourage you to take advantage of the products I'm producing at the expense of myself and tap in to the root of the symmetry when you feel like your consciousness is ready for the information that I'm sharing. (laughs) We're about to spark this up. It's going to be a psychedelic time. And once we're done, we'll touch right back in to talk about how Metatron's messengers of Mercury correlate to Metatron's mathematics. Me, we gon' blow up the scene. Future so dope, even without 
money again Girl attracts more beans More beans come second to the pleasure of success Been blessed is a pleasure of sex With an ex and an ex Girl who walks on the moon Going through phases, yeah, changes what we do Don't get distracted by the shiny and the new Floating high in outer space Rolling so fast I can barely feel my face But again it's not a race We're just marching at our pace Don't be ruled by the metric rules So I feel so hectic So be cool and collected Maintain calm in the game Don't get offended Brain brains off with the name Reputation is key Represent who you see in the morning when you wake up to go pee A king, a peasant, I'm a beast, you're a peasant Phone rings, you guessed it, I came bearing presents My, my presence is red like piano keys I like the hearts of my fans with me, they're for free I refuse to take things personally Yeah, baby.
the spirit molecule is the best molecule, not just in the entire universe, but the entire metaverse. Let it be known. Woo! <clears throat> the spirit molecule, dimethyltryptamine, is what weed is supposed to be. It, it definitely feels like the government stole weed from people of color, from humanity, <clears throat> just so that they could take the dimethyltryptamine out of it. And now we have the weed that we have today where it's genetically modified. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Hitting the spirit molecule entirely different than hitting weed like smoking weed smoking mary jane it's grounding like i know it for a fact see and that's why they made weed the way that it is today they genetically modified it to be more grounding they genetically modified weed to have more of that stoner quality it's all because the banks want to lock us in this reality because that's how they control our consciousness so when they made weed illegal because they were using it as a religious reason to justify racism, that's because they're proving all my points. I'm right. I'm correct about everything I'm saying here. I know I'm correct. Now, the egos of white supremacists who do not want me to be seen as correct, they can call me a liar. That's the fire element. That's a desire. If you desire to call me a liar, you're going to use your fire to appear higher. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here, the most high, actually smoking bowls upon bowls of dimethyltryptamine to go speak with infinitely individual spirits about why jealous Jehovah is jealous about why the Bible exists. I'm out here in the astral realm talking to infinite individuals about why this universe exists. Why is Marvel Comics built by Masons who are weaponizing all of Metatron's past lives to teach us that we only live once? Those are the conversations I'm having with gods. Gods way more powerful than any of the spirits that this government is serving. Those are really my therapists. <laughs> Those are my counselors. Uh, based on all the trauma that I've had to deal with. Because <laughs> do you know this is what dimethyltryptamine this is what smoking the spirit molecule is really about being your own therapist and being able to be so close with god that you realize that you as a space were nothing before you chose to create something to relate with spaces outside of yourself so it's all about consent and this is where the whole point of doing dimethyltryptamine or smoking the spirit molecule is so that God can give you wisdom that God isn't giving anyone else. So I can see God is showing me that it doesn't matter how much psychedelics anyone outside of my space does because they're not me as a space. They're not me as a spirit. They're not going to have the same trips that I have. So I can chalk all that up to the soul at this point, the vibration of the soul. My ability to trip is only because 
my vibration can connect with other forms of life. So literally, if I separate my mind from my body to go be aware of other universes, that would be me tripping. And that would be me smoking psychedelics, right? Taking acid or taking mushrooms, smoking the spirit molecule in some fashion, some psychedelics. Me taking a trip would literally, we see that word, right? When you're tripping, you're actually taking a journey, right? That's the real phrase. When we talk about, oh, I took a trip. Oh, I took a trip here. I took a trip here. Okay, you took a journey from one space to another space. You are still the spirit, right? Just because you took a trip from one place to another doesn't mean that you're not you. But the point of that trip would be that it changed you right so that's what one would hope one gets out of any trip that's the point of psychedelics each time you trip you're supposed to grow in a way which is what we call change right so there's endless girls (laughs) in existence who love to say that they've changed and girls love to say that they've changed after they take a trip literally (laughs) Like just, you know, for example, girls have never been to Barbados or whatever. (laughs) And they're like, I want to go party in Barbados. Oh, my God. And then they go party in Barbados for three weeks. After they're partying in Barbados, if they go back to wherever they are from, let's just say Oklahoma, right? Let's say these girls grew up in Oklahoma their entire life. And then they go to Barbados for three weeks. They come back. They're very well going to say, oh my God, that trip changed my life. That's psychedelic. That's just physically psychedelic. Right? So those girls took a physical trip. They took their bodies to a different atmosphere where now, because their minds became more conscious of other cultures or other environments, they're changed. That's how psychedelics work. So if you can separate your mind from your body to go be aware of other forms of life, then you as a spirit are proving to yourself that your soul is real because your soul can connect with more than one form of life. And then this is how we can see that our souls actually create all forms of life. And that's where our soul is really our spirit's ability to connect with light overall. So the moment... I take three huge hits of the spirit molecule, right? And I'm flying through universes or I'm flying through other spaces and I'm aware of all these different forms of light. All these different forms of light are different forms of life in separate atmospheres from mine. And then once I come back to this atmosphere, now my consciousness is expanded. It's more aware because I can see how all atmospheres are created to contain forms of life. And now we have Metatron's mathematics. Now we have the elements. Now we have me as Chase talking to us about how all of our spaces create the elements that allow us to experience our emotions. And if you are alive, you're experiencing your emotions as energy. That's why all forms of energy vibrate at a certain frequency. The vibration is your emotion. The frequency is your thought. You are neither these things. That's your space. That's your circumstance. So when you as a spirit want to make your circumstance real, you have to think at a certain frequency. 
And once you're thinking at a certain frequency, you have to vibe with the frequency at which you think to produce the energy that can materialize as matter. So that's me explaining to us how we build the body and why our cells are always growing based on what we're thinking about. And then that's me showing us why our bodies will keep growing as long as our minds are breathing chi. As long as we're breathing the photons in this atmosphere, we're going to keep deriving particles out of it. So that's what three into four is. Three is air. That's the breath, the chi. Four is the earth. That's the body, the structure. So we have to see that air comes before earth. Just like water comes before air and fire comes before water. That's all in one, two, three, four. So any system that made DMT, that made dimethyltryptamine illegal, is way more evil than anyone can imagine. Seriously. Any system that has made psychedelics illegal in general is way more evil than anyone can imagine. Because they don't want anyone to have the experiences that I'm having. They don't want you to have the experiences that I'm having. That's why they've made these substances illegal when these substances are not only produced in nature, they're produced in your body when you fast. So I can also see that the same system that has made psychedelics illegal has also created a religion saying that they kill people who fast for 40 days and that the only child of God fasted 40 days. So now no one else is supposed to do that. This is mathematical. I can see that this is intentionally crafted by Masons who don't want you to fast because they don't want you to produce the spirit molecule from the inside out. And they also don't want you to smoke it. So they made it a schedule one controlled substance. And instead of letting you commune with God directly, they give you sugar and caffeine and alcohol. All intentional. They would rather make pharmaceutical drugs that get us addicted to their next pharmaceutical drugs than just give us this anti-addictive substance and let us have it, not give it to us. Let us have our anti-addictive substance. Because do you know dimethyltryptamine, the DMT spirit molecule, is anti-addictive. People are scared of doing this. People are intimidated of DMT. It's not an addictive substance. And it's not unhealthy. It can't kill you. You know what can kill you? Alcohol. You know it's addictive? Alcohol. Literally. But white people are so backwards, they're going to demonize psychedelics because they heal your body and they make you happy alone. But then they're going to glorify alcohol because alcohol gives you an excuse to be belligerent and violent and mean and it poisons your body and results in you having cancer if you keep drinking it. Like, what What the fuck? What the actual It's so backwards. It hurts my soul. It hurts all parts of my soul. And that's why... I had to realize I'm choosing to be alive because this is not okay. If I can use my consciousness to change how people are conscious of nature here, then that would be awesome. The problem is I'm not in control of what's happening outside of my spirit. And I've been taught that God is in control of everything because he created every spirit seen and unseen. And this is explicitly why white people believe that they are the right people to bring black to every culture that they label black. We didn't choose to be called black. 
But because white people want us to be lack everything that they're jealous of, now we have black culture. <laughs> Literally. So do know, I'm about to hit the spirit molecule again. All right, this isn't a cart. So when smoking it through a bowl, it is uh, very potent. <laughs> it's very potent. But that's my whole point of saying that weed is supposed to have more DMT in it anyway, because all living things on earth produce DMT. All living things produce dimethyltryptamine. So when we're looking at weed and plants, they really produce it. That's why we make ayahuasca out of vines. That's why we can make these smokable powders out of roots, out of bark. It's all about the trees and finding out which trees in nature are more psychedelic than others because we're all psychedelic in our own ways. That's just then where we get to the metaphysics of chemistry and consciousness <laughs> and the connection between chemistry and consciousness. So I'm about to hit this again, but it's not because my emotions want to. See, it's not like alcohol. It's not like weed. The spirit molecule is not like any pharmaceutical drug. You cannot get addicted to it. You can't start craving it. And even once you start using it regularly, it's always going to put you in a space of being more satisfied without it. Unlike alcohol, right? Unlike pharmaceuticals. Literally, the doctors, when they prescribe these pharmaceuticals to people, People are not allowed to stop taking them. I know so many people in my life who once they start having to take a pharmaceutical, a doctor gave them, the doctor says they can't stop taking it because they could die. <laughs> and that's how the pharmaceutical industry makes money, getting people addicted to medications that can kill them. And those are called drugs, but those are healthy drugs. The evil drugs are substances that we produce from our brainstem and substances that trees naturally grow like psychedelic dimethyltryptamine. See, like it's so backwards, it's painful, but this is how they're locking us in this reality. So I can see that the pharmaceutical industries want people to be addicted to drugs because that's how they keep people's emotions chaotically out of whack. And they want your emotions out of whack because that's how they make money telling you what you're gonna do next. Because <laughs> if you were in control of your own emotions, the doctors and the banks wouldn't be able to make money telling you what medication they're about to put you on, right? So they can profit. See, this is literally their language. This is the Masonic language. They profit off of their profit. They profit off of their prophecies. Every time they profit off of a profit, that's them projecting their ideal future onto you. So if the doctor who wants to profit off of his idea of a profit projects his ego onto you that's where you're going to help that doctor profit for his profit so if that doctor tells you hey you're gonna die in six months without our tests and you believe that that doctor just became your profit because now you believe that you will die in six months if you don't get this surgery from him So now this is literally the Masonic language. This is how they make money. They profit off the prophecy of telling you what would happen to you if you don't have them. Right? So that's Jesus rituals. 
That's like a doctor who believes in Jesus, viewing themselves as Jesus, saying, hey, you're going to go to hell without my help. And then if you agree, now they can profit. And they just became your prophet. That's how the language is connected. <laughs> That's the point of these words. That's how money works. So now the Masons who use money to control our emotions, to manipulate our minds, they are the prophecies. They're the prophets of the modern day. Because like Bill Gates, right? They literally are talking about there's going to be a pandemic. They were talking about how there is going to be a pandemic before they did it. <laughs> So when they're lying and saying they're not in control of it, that's insane and it's insulting. But it's only insulting if you're conscious of the fact that the Masons who are in control of the Matrix have already been profiting by telling us what they're going to do before they do it. But because most of the sheep, right, 98% of the world, they've been trained to be unconscious while being conscious and they don't have their own mind, and it seems that most humans can't think for themselves at this point. <laughs> now we have the culture where Bill Gates, as the man who's in control of most of the world and the technology that's controlling the world, he can come up here and be the prophet talking about how there's going to be a pandemic and how we all need to get shot. And how he needs to take the population down with his shots. He was literally, I mean, he's been recorded doing talks, saying these things before the pandemic happened. And then once the pandemic happened, he's literally up here in February explicitly saying, oh, the only way we can go back to normal is if everyone gets shot within the next 12 to 15 months. So he already had the solution. So even though they claim that they're trying to find the source of the problem, which was the sickness that we're not allowed to talk about, we're not allowed to say the name or else we get our channels cut down. We're not allowed to say the actual words or else we get banned. We get blocked. I've already been dealing with this, so I can't say the things, but he can and they act like they're here to help us. When they're the ones making money off of hurting us. But that's how white supremacy functions. That's how light supremacy functions. They act like they're here to help you so that they can hurt you. That's the entire history of the Vatican stealing every piece of land from North, South, and Central Americans. <laughs> Literally. And now, after Bill Gates and all the Masons have made so much money off the pandemic the poor have only gotten way poor and the richer have only gotten way richer the richer are way richer and it's so funny literally the propaganda that the news is pushing out has my family like my uncle and aunt they're literally repeating what the news is saying and that's where like they were literally repeating this when i was with them over christmas they were saying no one's benefiting from this pandemic what? But that's them. And they're rich, by the way. So my aunt and uncle, they don't want to financially help me. So don't, again, I'm alone. All right. Like I don't have any rich people or any people with money uh, assisting me in that way beyond my roommate. But like she's not rich. So we're in this together. That's where we're working together. 
but my family, right? My aunt and uncle who have more than enough money to help me, they don't want to help me because they're Christians and they don't believe in me. They believe in jealous Jehovah. They believe that Jesus died for them to worship the concept of doing whatever they want. They believe that the one true God had his false children kill his only child so that this new world matrix can be maintained by white supremacy. And that's explicitly why literally my aunt, she doesn't like it when I talk like this. Like she literally doesn't want me to talk about white supremacy or racism because she's actively supporting that system. And she does does not want me to talk about it because she does not want her consciousness aware of the truth. So then that's also true for my uncle. And then that's overall, this is like the rich adults. So these are supposed to be adults who are more mature than me. But emotionally, they don't have the capacity to make anywhere close to the same connections that I am. So I'm very alone in the connections that I create, which is why I'm Spider-Man. See Spider-Man? See how Spider-Man, it is his responsibility to make connections that only he can create? That's because he is alone in his power. So I'm alone in my power. My relationship with God is not the same relationship anyone else has with their idea of God in any way, shape, or form. My relationship with God is my infinitely individual relationship with my spirit, the spirit that is creating the circumstance for everyone to take credit for what Mercury means to them. And that Spider-Man holding everybody in Metatron's metaverse together at the expense of his soul. That's what I'm forced to go through because according to God, since I have the power to use my elements to support spirits who don't support me, it's now my responsibility to. Even though everyone that I bring life to wants to kill me. And that's Spider-Man. That's symmetry. When a human cuts down a tree to print their Bible, that's not good for the tree. That's all good for the human and it's all bad for the tree. And then really, it's also bad for the human because they just fucked up their environment and they're messing up the atmosphere because trees give us a healthy atmosphere. A big reason why white people have destroyed our atmosphere is based in how the Industrial Revolution has replaced trees with concrete. Instead of us having trees cleaning our air, we have all these concrete buildings pumping toxins and garbage and carcinogenic poison into our land, water, and air. All to benefit the Masons. All to benefit Bill Gates and the men that make Bill Gates possible. All to benefit those white men that are so white and so right. They get to be the prophets who control the media and project their desires at us without ever having to take responsibility for their power. So everyone who's dying from the shot that had to get forced to get shot, the people who were forced to get shot by a system that would not let them be happy alone are now dying from heart sickness and heart disease and blood clots and all these, these circulatory problems because of everything I'm saying. I've been saying that the shots are just metal. So when they shoot us with metal, yeah, it's going to cause blood clots. It's going to cause nervous system issues. 
My grandma is talking about how she has constant nerve pain. She got the shot. And she wasn't having that nerve pain before. So many people are complaining about health problems after these shots. And the same government that made it mandatory is cutting down our accounts for talking about it. Because this is how they're saving us from ourselves. This is how the Masons are saving all of us from nature. So I'm going to hit this. And we're going to get into a few of the elements. (laughs) Because I can already see that. This is not going to fit in one episode. I am flying. This is so fantastic. If I was able to smoke the spirit molecule as a kid, I would literally have made this podcast 15 years ago. (laughs) Seriously. I'm still the same spirit. I would have been able to bring everything that I wanted to bring from Mercury into this reality 15 years ago. I would have been in grade school. Straight up talking to adults about how their spine is their caduceus. I would have been in grade school straight up talking to adults about how we create our consciousness so that we can make our minds matter. I would be talking to adults about how stars are water because universes are big bodies of water that allow spirits with their individual fires to feel like they're connected with one another inside of big air pockets that hold forms of earth. And that's a star. A star is a big air pocket that holds earth. So when we see that the universe is a big body of water, this body of water is really a pool of vibration. And stars are derived in universes based on currency, which is really about the current of a river. So when we see in nature that there are rivers Right, we think of a river bank, that's currency. The river bank is currency. That's why banks want to make money off of where we direct our emotions because our emotions are always moving our consciousness and our consciousness is our currency. So in the universe, bodies of water move in currents. And that's where we get the concept of rivers and oceans and seas all being real at different densities. So if you were to go into the ocean, you would see inside of the ocean, there's different densities of rivers, right? There's literally ocean currents inside of the ocean. That's all based in the mathematics of consciousness. And the mathematics of consciousness are very organic. That's why it takes observing what's already taking place to then be able to work with nature. So for example, if I can see that my body is already made out of water, then I wouldn't try to work against nature by making my body be made out of fire. That doesn't make sense. I can already see that if I put my body in a tub of water, I can go to sleep in that tub and wake up 
perfectly happy and healthy. But if I put my body in a tub of fire, I'm going to be alone with my spirit very soon because I'm going to die because <laughs> my body is not made out of fire. It's made out of water. Therefore, my body can exist with water, not fire. That's all just the science of consciousness when we're labeling these things and then figuring out how elements react with our elements, how external elements react with our internal elements. How do things in the environment react with what's inside of our body? And where did what's inside of our body come from? Like, how is that being arranged, right? So that's all consciousness. You deserve to know that you as a spirit are creating consciousness by combining your masculine and feminine atmospheres. So when we see an external reality in the universe that the sun is a product of atmospheres colliding, that is explicitly because internally you spark suns by combining your masculine atmosphere and your feminine atmosphere. So your masculine atmosphere is the collection of your awareness and you being aware of all of your thoughts. That's overall light. Okay, that's your light realm. And then your feminine atmosphere, that's a collection of your emotions and the emotions you have about feelings or the feelings you have about emotions. Either way, masculine, awareness of thoughts or thinking about awareness, feminine, feeling your emotions or having emotions about your feelings. But that's where your feminine atmosphere is going to be your weight. Okay, so your masculine atmosphere, that's your light atmosphere. Your feminine atmosphere is your weight atmosphere. We all have this. This is what I was introducing in the second episode of Synchronicity when I first wrote all that stuff about Spider-Man to talk about the cosmic weight model and how Spider-Man and spiders, really, spiders overall, weave the webs that allow time to make sense. And then overall, how the energy of spiders is to structure time. And that's especially what Spider-Man is about, structuring the way that you spend time so that you can create more conscious connections. And now that's literally to bring that to Earth, right? That's straight up Mercury. That's Virgo Gemini energy together, right? Virgo is about structure. Gemini is about communication. So and we know that we're always expanding the universe by communicating. This is where if we want to do it in a structured way, we have to schedule our time. Now we can see that literally Spider-Man's biggest challenge in his stories, right? What's his biggest challenge all the time? If you're a Spider-Man fan and you already know what we just talked about, right? You're listening. <laughs> then chances are you're saying, structuring his time chase (laughs) that's spider-man's problem yes absolutely if you were saying that or you were thinking that then you're correct that is spider-man's biggest conundrum in his stories consistently he as a gemini virgo as mason's mercury his challenge is being able to structure his time so that he can be both spider-man and peter parker All of that magic, all of that is very intentional. This is literally all the Masons stealing my energy so that they can make money, turning my black indigenous energy into 
their white Jewish entity. Yet, when you look at symmetry, when you look at my Instagram, you look at the RPF, you look at my costumes, you see that I grew up making a lot of Spider-Man costumes, and I made them all at the expense of myself. I made them all alone, in my room, just me, no one teaching me how to make them. I made them on my own. I had to dismantle many costumes because God did not give me the money to be able to just make more costumes. So I had to sacrifice many of my costumes just so that I could keep making more costumes based on me not being able to afford more parts. I couldn't afford more fabric. I couldn't afford more zippers. I couldn't afford more tools, more supplies. Because I'm living a B-lack experience. That's what it means to B-lack. So because the Vatican and the racist banking system that worships the one true God, they want me to B-lack everything that I have. Now, I can't even have my own resources in my own land. Because this banking system is spreading white supremacy by using lies to separate me from my culture, from my circumstance from my personal connection, from my trippy tripsy symmetry. And that's why they made the spirit molecule illegal. Yet at the same time, they're using Black Panther to show us that black people drink ayahuasca to talk to their ancestors and pull powers from nature, literally. They stole all the Black Panther from me. I'm here right now. The living walking manifestation of Black Panther and Spider-Man at the same damn time. I'm making connections that no one else could make by taking responsibility for my power And I'm smoking the spirit molecule so that I can go communicate with other forms of consciousness in atmospheres completely separate from this universe, which actually makes me more powerful. You're literally seeing that I can produce more product out of the power. I can positively project that I am producing more product out of my profitable power, all because... I'm using the spirit molecule to communicate with my gods. Black Panther is stolen from me. Spider-Man is stolen from me. Symmetry is Spider-Man and Black Panther at the same damn time. And he transcends both of those ideas because those are simply ideas taken from the past messengers of Mercury historically. So to combine Spider-Man and Black Panther, the obvious connection to make for everyone is that you can hop online right now and go see that Wakanda is not in Africa. It is Native America because Quetzalcoatl as Spider-Man brought Wakanda to Native America. Tehuti Trismegistus brought Wakanda to Africa. These are two aspects of Metatron. No one else. No other god has created Quetzalcoatl or Tehuti Trismegistus. 
And Wakanda, as a concept, is bigger than one god. That's the point of Mercury being Spider-Man and Black Panther at the same damn time. <laughs> to hold the worldwide webs of Wakanda, Wakantanka together. All right, so that brings us to Woden. That's where Woden weaves the World Wide Webs on Woden's Day, Wednesday. Okay, so we see that Woden's Day, Wednesday, is the middle of the week because Mercury Day is Wednesday because Mercury holds everybody in Wakanda together. Mercury holds everybody in Metatron's Metaverse together. Mercury holds everybody in Atlantis together. Anubis created Atlantis. Masons are making money selling Atlantis to us in their media, but they're not telling us the truth about Anubis and Atlantis. It's up to Metatron to do that. So I'm not just making this up. Like, this is not me using my imagination to just make things up even though everything is made up. That's the paradox here. The point is to see that everything came from a spirit's imagination a long time ago. (laughs) And all of our spirits have our own imaginations. So you have past lives. And me producing this product is showing you that all of your past lives are connected by your soul. And I can promise you that no one's relationship with God would allow them to learn about your past lives like your relationship with God would allow you to do that. The whole point of you having a soul is that your soul is your connection to your spirit. So other souls do not have the same connection to your spirit because they don't have your soul. So no one has the same connection to me that I have to myself because no one has my soul. That's why no one can go fast like I do. Because no one has my soul. Gods outside of my space are not conscious of where my mind is going because they are not my soul. They don't have the same connection with my space that I do because their soul connects them to their space. So now I can see that everyone is blinded by their own ego. That's true this is real elemental truth that i'm sharing with you i was supposed to get into past lives but i'm hitting the spirit molecule and i'm vibing (laughs) but you know me okay if you've been listening to this podcast then you know that i like to share wisdom before even getting into what i'm mainly advertising and that's overall because i believe in overgiving value versus undergiving value I like to give more value than less. That's how nature works. Nature loves to give more value. Nature is not in scarcity. So when you see me making these podcasts super long or my videos are really long or the videos in my courses, very long. I have very long videos in my courses and I'm only going to keep expanding them. So it's all about giving more value. I think like a tree. I'm not trying to limit how much truth I can share with people that need help 
<laughs> that need assistance, that require structure and stability. Because that's the point of why the banking system is making us serve their mathematics. They say that their new world order is the true form of structure and stability. So that's why they deserve to weaponize Metatron's mathematics to teach us that we only live once. And now they harness the currency that comes out of our consciousness to have us worship jealous Jehovah, El Kanah, Yahweh, the Most High, the Most High who stole psychedelics from everybody because he wants all of us to be our most low. Thanks, Most High. Oh, you're so high. You're so holy. Woden was the Most High eons before Jealous Jehovah became jealous of Odin. That's explicitly why Odin, you can see, is documented as supporting spirits using psychedelics to connect with their space. Because Odin brought these concepts here. Odin brought the concept of being the Most High into all forms of Metatron's metaverse. That's why Odin has the most high eye. The whole point of Odin is that he's supposed to be able to see everything because he's the most high. He's not the most low. He has the most clarity, the most clear voyance, the clear voyage over the seas of the universe, right? The seas of the universe, super chaotic. You can't see what's going on in the water because it's black. So that's where Odin comes in with his eye to fly over all the chaos and now he can see the right way to bring order to all the spirits that are fighting themselves so that's the true meaning of odin that's the real reason why masons are obsessed with odin and why they put the all-seeing eye on the back of the dollar bill is because they want to use math to play mercury and they're using the math that they stole from mercury to see everything that we're doing. So when you're online using money to buy everything from Amazon or Postmates or any app for that matter, it's all getting categorized in their metaverse, right? See how intentional this is? This is them stealing everything from me to keep me poor, to keep us poor, to keep humans poor. So they're intentionally weaponizing the money that they stole from Metatron to manufacture a matrix that allows them to play Odin. And their idea of Odin is being able to see everything that we're doing in the metaverse. The metaverse they stole from Metatron, right? Facebook meta. So as the banking system is having all of us do our business digitally, that's creating a circumstance where the government that is in control of the technology can use their all-seeing eye to project and perceive whatever they want. Literally. It's really scary. Like, that's it's really terrifying. And these are just connections I'm naturally forced to make based on me doing psychedelics and fasting and growing the way that I have and creating symmetry. But God is showing me that I'm not responsible for spirits outside of myself. And this is the truth. Because I don't have power over spirits outside of myself, I'm not responsible for them. The problem here is that as a black person, 
And as a boy named Chase, who where I'm not supposed to believe that Spider-Man is stolen from me, right? I'm just supposed to think that I'm Chase. I can see explicitly that Marvel, the Masons at Marvel, have weaponized Spider-Man to teach me as a black boy that I am supposed to take responsibility for their power. I don't have power over their power, but I'm supposed to take responsibility for their power. And this is the only reason black people have been enslaved in any way is explicitly because the Masons have weaponized Spider-Man, a.k.a. Hermeticism, to teach us as humans that we are responsible for their power. And this witchcraft works on spirits who don't feel like it is right to take responsibility for their own power. And in this world, we are taught that it's wrong to take responsibility for your own power. Like, literally, I have, like, art therapists and, like, people who are in their, just the therapy bag telling me that I'm in my ego for using the word I and telling me that I'm in my ego for saying that I can create energy and that I do create energy to experience consciousness. And then that's where I have to ask them, oh, okay, well, then what is it? And then that's where all these therapists, these scientists, these physicians, these educated adults then tell me, you don't create energy. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. And my spirit has to watch them create energy to tell me that we're not creating energy. But then I'm like, well, how is the universe expanding right now? Why is the universe expanding right now based on the thoughts and feelings that all the spirits are putting into producing photons? Why is the sun always shining? Because energy cannot be created. You're just saying energy is only transformed. And then, yeah, that's what those people say. And then they paint me like the bad guy because I'm the one pointing out that we had to create energy to even be conscious of our emotions. And that's why our energy is affected by emotions. See, then those adults get emotionally affected by me, but then they want to make me the bad guy by getting in their ego saying he's in his ego. (laughs) And then it's just a paradox. Like it's just a huge contradiction world where I'm dealing with all these egos of people who want to tell me I'm in my ego because I'm saying what's right and they want to believe in what's wrong. They want to teach me that I did not choose to be born because they believe that I'm egoic for saying why I know I chose to be born. And then they group up together like, oh, isn't he in his ego? And now that's an excuse to kill me. See, so then that's, this is literally elemental, by the way. They, they don't see this. I do because I'm the real one. They're fake. All these physicians and like doctors out here who act like this, they're all super fake. And they act like they're real, but this is how the Masons have them in their egos because they make money weaponizing the truth to sell lies. Now they feel like they're smarter than the people that they stole the truth from, which is me. Energy is created by consciousness. Consciousness creates energy because it desires to experience its emotions and it can only do so as forms of light. So now we have infinite forms of light in the universe because we have infinite forms of consciousness and infinite ways that spirits can be conscious of one another.
<laughs> Literally, that's life. So that's light turning into life. This is why all forms of life are heavier versions of light. And all forms of life are being dictated by a spirit that has its own idea of light. And then it's making it relatable through a life that it can share with other spirits who have their own lights. So the fact that all of us as spirits can put our human bodies in one room, that's life, right? So let's let's put 20 people in one room. They all look like they have the same life because they're all made out of the same stuff physically. But if we were to talk to these 20 people, we would see that all these spirits are separated by their light and their light is in the spirit realm. That's the reason why they identify with the name that they have. Right now, if you're a government and you view all the people in this room like slaves or you view them like animals, for example, because you're racist, then that's where we get the concept of white supremacy, light supremacy, where a white person says, I don't care what your name is. You're here to serve our government. And that's the mind state that has abducted all of the indigenous children in North, South, and Central America. This is so wild. I was supposed to get into the past lives being translated through math, but (laughs) next episode. I'm just showing us that energy has to be created for consciousness to experience its emotions. And all these adults who make money telling me otherwise and then getting in their group and telling me I'm in my ego, they're playing out the KKK essence of what it means to be white supremacists, where white supremacists, light supremacists will group together to figure out how they can justify killing someone that they don't want to be seen as right. So that's how the KKK created all of America. White people group together to figure out how they can kill all the black people they want to bring black to. Again, we don't call ourselves black. We are labeled black by the KKK that killed us with kindness. Killing kids kindly. That's the KKK. Historically, the KKK is the Ku Klux Klan weaponizing everything they stole from Ku Klux Khan, a.k.a. Quetzalcoatl. And their version of being a dragon that can separate its consciousness from others is to dress in costumes and kill indigenous children just so they can take off the costumes and say, we can't find who did it. And now all the white people are like, oh, okay, well, at least we have the resources now. And that's literally the entire history of North, South, and Central America. Literally. The police are explicitly the Ku Klux Klan. They get paid to erase and replace the Indians, the indigenous children that were here first, they get paid to do that by the racist religions that want us to worship jealous Jehovah, all because black people have what white people want and white people don't want us to be alone. That's why they work so hard to spy on us and surveil us. And now we have the culture we're in now where this is an important conversation that we have to be conscious of so we can communicate about it productively and positively because we're not supposed to be negative or feeling like victims of this history. I know this history is really horrifying. 
all the way up to right now it's our present day i know it's horrifying but the whole point is to grow stronger through adversity and that's essentially what uh the nature of the soul is so this is why at this point i would say everyone's consciousness itself is a cosmic weight <laughs> um it's just that externally the universe itself is a cosmic weight so i guess i would yeah i would make the connection internally our consciousness is a cosmic weight externally the universe is a cosmic weight so the universe is a manifestation of all of our forms of consciousness condensing into one simulation let's say and this simulation is constantly being affected by the stimulation of our thoughts and feelings so literally all forms of life we're going to see there's stimulation before simulation in the spirit realm we're stimulated before we create a physical realm that can simulate what we are stimulated by and now we can physically see we're all stimulated ultimately by sex so we're simulating sex when we are born through people having sex right so when my mom and dad have sex they in the spirit realm had to get stimulated to simulate that together to then stimulate each other and then that's them being connected and creating a circumstance where my spirit can come in and use their genetics to build a new body so i take genes from my mom genes from my dad boom now my mind is walking in a new pair of genes now i can be conscious of a new pair of genes <laughs> so this body is a new costume a, a big piece of biological tissue clothing right this clothing my biological clothing of my body is a bunch of connections of tissues fibers fibers and tissues making up the costume that allows my consciousness to conduct chi through my caduceus that's the only reason i can speak to you right now so externally we can see that fire and air are up and water and earth are down so fire and air go up water and earth go down and this is a manifestation of how men are up women are down and these are the simply the energies of our consciousness so when we look at environments in nature this is how it plays out where the fire and air go up and the water and earth go down and this is literally god showing us how our consciousness is always balancing the universe on an elemental level we're not going to have universes where water and earth go up and fire and air go down because that goes against the science of consciousness now that's like a super like funny backwards world right but even if we tried to imagine that it doesn't make as much sense as what spirits naturally produce which is what we can see in reality <laughs> you know i just imagined a bunch of different ways that water and earth going up could work and air and fire going down can work and i i can see how it could work but that's not the science of consciousness 
that's like what I'm doing right now mentally is taking the rules of science and flipping them because that's the power of being able to do whatever you want. <laughs> but that only works when I'm alone in my own space. I can see that once my consciousness is interacting with all these other forms of consciousness, there there's a science to nature that naturally plays out. And that's the point of Metatron's math and how I explain everything here in Always Ascending Academy as your psychedelic psychopomp, the trippy trip C symmetry. So internally, our fire and our air are both our man and our man is dominant because our man is light. Internally, our water and our earth are both our woman. Our woman is submissive because our woman is weight. So light is dominant and weight is submissive. So scientifically, we can see that the lighter a form is, the higher it goes. So that's why fire and air goes up. They're lighter in form. Water and earth go down because they're heavier. They have more weight to the light. See, so when fire, that light becomes heavier in weight, it becomes water. When air, that light becomes heavier in weight, it becomes earth. So fire, air, that's the man. He's light in weight. Water and earth, that's the woman. She's heavy in weight. And consciousness is the weight. <laughs> so literally the moment we're waiting in anything, we are experiencing consciousness. And that's where we have now consciousness being water because fire is light and really air is weight. Water is heavy. So the point is, if you're experiencing weight, you're experiencing water because your emotions are passing through a current of energy that is making earth matter, which is then how we get to earth. So that's how we get to the one, two, three, four. So that's how your ego creates a soul so that your soul can create a mind and your mind can create a body. And now we have these concepts. So right now, if you're, if you're with me, hopefully you can see just like meditate, sit down and observe as a spirit, your body as your earth is the physical structure that you can logically feel. So that's the number four. That's your box. So when people look at you, when people put you in a box, that's based on how your body looks, right? When people look at me and they see a black nigger, that's because they worship Christianity, right? They worship Hudaism. They worship a white culture where they can put me in a box so that they can capitalize off of me. Okay, so that's all four-dimensional energy. That's the body. And then you can take a step back from that and see that your three, your mind, that's your chi. So the only reason your body matters is because you're breathing chi. You're breathing air. You're breathing three. You're breathing sea. You're breathing the sea, right? So now you're in a sea of air. That's what we're in. We're breathing it. <laughs> you're breathing a sea of air. That's the three, your chi. And that allows you to be whatever you want to be in your mind, right? So mentally, I can see whatever I want. I can imagine, do whatever I want mentally because I'm in a sea of consciousness. That's what the three represents. Again, shout out the spirit molecule 
the government does not want me to say any of this because they stole all this from me so that they can keep us as dumb as humanely possible. They want us to be as silent and sheepish and enslaved on their anti-Semitic system as much as possible. This system is anti-Semitic because black people created Semitism. That's why they call us black. The white people who want to take credit for Semitic culture have stolen all of Metatron's math so that they can teach us that we're black, that we're black. Yet black people historically created Semitic culture before white people killed Jesus, <laughs> before white people called us anti-Semitic, killed black Jesus, and then turned him into a white guy that justifies genocide throughout all of Wakanda. Holy shit. <laughs> holy shit this is so bewildering and so sad and this is the system that says it's protecting kids by chopping me off a of tiktok and not letting me spread the message about fasting this is the system that's protecting children by poisoning our water poisoning our environment and they don't want to talk about it on the news way to protect children world health government thank you for protecting children masonic banking system all these christian institutions that say jesus died so that they can kill children protecting children okay so thank you atlantis and thank you mercury and thank you me thank you my spirit for me having this consciousness to do what i'm doing because the world makes more sense when i believe in myself and that's what it means to be a tree. <laughs> All right. Trees got to believe in themselves. And that's what the body is, right? So your body is proof that you believe in yourself enough that you actually matter. And that's basically where you can go from three to two. So your three is your mind. That's your communication. If you believe in the concept of a soul, which many people do, but I understand many people don't because this culture has only taught us that we're slaves to the one true creator uh, that is the all-consuming fire of jealous Jehovah. So they didn't teach us what a soul is or anything about that. It's just slavery. So I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all if you don't believe in a soul. It's manufactured by Masonic design. But for those that do believe in a soul, right, which most people do just because it's like naturally the word that we have for describing empathy, right? When we say, don't you have a soul? Can't you have a soul? Oh, do they have a soul? They're talking about the number two. So you can see that your body came out of your soul based on your mind. So your mind is building your body out of your soul. That's true. That's very true. It's in the numbers. Four, three, two. So it's because your soul has connections, it wants to see made real. You have produced the energy that allows you to be conscious of your connections. And by being conscious of your connections, you are able to expand upon your connections. That's what you're seeing me do with this entire Godcast, my whole podcast, my whole website, me as an artist, as Chase, as Symmetry. As Irisel on Earth, as the Eye of Ra in a cell, in physical reality, 
you're literally seeing proof of this. It is because I'm conscious of my own soul that I'm able to expand the universe based on expanding my own connections. But that's a choice. See, so now this is where I say the soul is the cosmic sea of consent. So if I did not consent to talking about what I see in my soul, then I would not be able to expand the universe in that way. So if I, for example, if I don't agree to talk about the trauma that I see in my soul, if I don't want to talk about all the things that my soul has gone through supporting spirits who have never supported me, then I'm not going to agree to talk about that. My soul is my cosmic sea of consent, is hermetically sealed inside of my space. If I don't want to expose my vulnerabilities about how people have affected me, because I'm supposed to be a rigid earth man, (laughs) then I won't share that. See, so that's the soul. And this is basically the concept of the body being hard and the soul being soft. If I want my body to be hard, then I can't talk about all my emotions. I actually have to talk mainly about my thoughts. And I can be slightly emotional, but just emotional enough to make my thoughts matter, which is the cosmic weight. Again, this is why men and women need each other. Everyone is a child of God because spiritually, all of our men and women gave birth to our childish mentalities. Do you understand? This is the truth. So this is where all concepts of family come from. That's why I can unite all the individuals who believe in all their own ideas of God. Everyone's idea of God is still going to be rooted in family, which means it's still going to be rooted in the nature of physical reality and how our consciousness is creating the ability for us to expand upon the connections that we are choosing to create with one another. So consciousness is weight. And I'm about to end it here, but I do want to wrap up what I'm saying about consciousness so that when we hop into the next episode, we can go right into the mathematics of Mercury's past lives being correlated to the numbers (laughs) of nature, nature's numbers. But we can see that four being body, three being mind, two being soul. Now we would have to take it to the number one being your ego. So anytime people talk about your ego, they're talking about your number one. Anytime, literally, anytime someone points out your ego, they're talking about your number one energy. And the whole point of everyone having their own number one is that everyone has their own fire. So when everyone has their own fire, that desire allows everyone to feel like they're higher than whatever they're seeing. Right. So if everyone is in their ego together, this is where you get fighting. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) like if everyone is in their ego together, everyone thinks that they're higher than what they're seeing. And then this is where people start to want to separate themselves or express that they're higher than everything that they're seeing. And then you start to get fighting and it's overall just like egos start to bring that fire into reality. They're they're very well going to start sparking fire they're going to start using bombs or using firearms to shoot fire at each other and kill the individuals that they feel like they're better than see like this naturally plays out no matter what people's 
uh, relationship with God is, no matter what name they give God, this is how spirits make their idea of God matter when they're in certain elements. So it's all elemental. It's just about how consciously are you able to control yourself? <laughs> and that's what the ego is about. So your ego is responsible for controlling your soul. And this is where your soul is your chaos. Your ego is your order. And if your ego is out of control, then that's a problem because your soul is already out of control, <laughs> right? So all of our souls are out of control. That's why all of our egos have to be in control. And this is the idea of the man being the ego, the woman being the soul. So the man is control. The woman is chaos. So that's where we can see the man is supposed to be in control and the woman is actually out of control. So now we can see why women like to be out of control. Women do not want to be in control. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> like from, from all my interactions with women, right? Women don't want to be in control. Now, of course, this is contextual because the point is, we all have to be in control of our own circumstance. So a woman wants to be in control of the things that she wants to be in control of. But ultimately, if a woman identifies as a woman, she doesn't even want to be in control of her own emotions. Literally, that's what I'm seeing. That's like what I'm learning. Women don't even want to be in control of their own emotions. And that's why they don't put themselves in circumstances where they think about how they can get control over their own emotions. And this is explicitly why women love to look up to men. See, so this literally naturally plays out. I'm talking about the natural state that women put themselves in. Women use their masculine energy to do this to themselves so they can create a circumstance where they can look up to someone outside of themselves. <laughs> so because women don't want to be alone with their own man, right? So a spirit does not want to be alone with its own ego. It does not want to look up to itself. It will create a body that allows it to be a woman. And by being a woman, it is in a vibration where it is easier for it to look up to other spirits. And this is why women are not in their ego like men are, literally. Like women do not get into their ego nearly as much as men do because they physically use their heaviness, the heaviness of their water to bring more weight to their consciousness and bringing more weight allows them to relate. See, so more weight in the eight allows them to relate. And that's the point of a woman having bigger boobs. Literally, a woman having bigger thighs, a woman having a bigger butt, a woman overall having more fat on her body than a man, whereas a man is supposed to be lighter, like literally, like a man is supposed to be skinnier and lighter and have more muscle, whereas a woman is supposed to be thicker and bigger and have more fat. That's fundamentally a manifestation of fire and water. So fire makes earth hard and water makes earth soft, literally, <laughs> right? So this naturally plays out your fire, your masculine element makes you hard. If you express more fire through your body, your body will get harder. But if you express more water through your body, your body will get softer. 
it's not a coincidence we're talking about men and women here and this is literally the science of consciousness that the government stole from me because they don't want us to be conscious of the real relationship men and women are supposed to have with one another they don't want us to be conscious of how we have naturally designed ourselves to balance each other out every woman has their internal man and every man has their internal woman so this is why men who hate women almost always i'm i'm about to basically say always because it does not make sense to hate women (laughs) you know like there's just there's no sense (laughs) that's so funny there's just no sense in hating women at all so i can see that a man who hates a woman actually hates his own woman and then that's where i can see any man who logically justifies hating women really hates the relationship he has with himself and the relationship his woman has with other women because the woman in him is is his soul so if that man's soul has been hurt by a bunch of women in the past and his soul is holding on to that trauma his soul is holding on to that pain then he's gonna hate women and he's gonna think in his consciousness all these reasons why women are beneath him and why that pain is beneath him and now he's going to associate women with pain and he's gonna tuck that deep down inside and that's why water is deep so then that's where he'll put it deep in his water and it's still his emotions right because he can talk about it like the whole point of emotions is that they make our consciousness real so if you're still conscious of the things that you say don't matter guess what you're low-key lying to yourself (laughs) because they do matter if they didn't matter then you really actually would not be conscious of it so that's where we can see you know people who are in denial because (laughs) funny denial just from an egyptian vibe but (laughs) i'm chase (laughs) but when people are in denial we can see that they'll lie to themselves and say that something that matters to them doesn't matter and that's you know you would have to use your own consciousness to be aware of the fact that that's a lie or they're in a paradox if what they said didn't matter actually didn't matter they would not be able to be conscious of it or talk to you about what does not matter so you as a consciousness are supposed to be wise enough to know oh okay well clearly that did matter (laughs) they're saying something that doesn't matter doesn't matter but if it didn't matter they wouldn't be able to talk to me about it so and that's emotional intelligence right so when people say it doesn't matter you know i was just thinking about blah 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 then you can see that it does matter to them it's just that they don't want to feel like it matters so that's where we all repress things and we all repress stuff in our soul as spirits this is a woman part of all of us and then this is where if a man has repressed a lot of pain dealing with women then that's going to look on the outside like he just hates all women because he can't even imagine that he would have a healthy relationship with a woman at that point (laughs) and then it's just like maybe he should go be gay or something i don't know but on the other side right we have the women who hate men and women who hate men are dealing with the same problem where they actually just hate their own ego women who hate men hate their own ego because they refuse to take responsibility for their own power 
and they don't want to support themselves. So that's where we get a culture of women who are constantly looking for men to support just so they can complain about them. Literally. All these women out here in the world who are constantly looking for another man. They're always looking for the next boyfriend, another relationship. They get out of run relationship. They're always looking for the next relationship. They're trying to get into the next boyfriend because they don't think they can be happy alone. This is programmed by Disney. So it's very sad, but this is how the government has programmed us to make money. So most women don't feel like they can be happy alone because the government stole everything from Mercury to keep us as sad and dumb as possible. And that's why we have a culture of women who don't look up to themselves. And instead, they're always looking for a new man to look up to. But because they don't look up to themselves, once they get into a relationship with that new man, they're just complaining because they don't really even fully like the man that they're with. Based on how they don't like their own man. See, so if a woman doesn't like her own masculine energy, then she's never going to really appreciate the masculine energy that she chooses to support in her life. She's always going to nag it or find a way to berate it or cut it down or hurt it or make him feel bad about himself. And that's all the representation of how that woman became a woman. (laughs) That's all the representation of how that spirit fell out of its ego and was like, I would rather experience life as a woman than a man because that spirit was cutting itself out of its own masculine energy so hard now it's a woman who does not even want to feel like it has masculine energy and those are the most chaotic women to be around those are like the scariest worst absolute most atrocious women to be around women who do not want to take responsibility for their own masculine energy are the absolute worst Those are the women that power the chaos in the universe. Those are the spirits that use their power to victimize themselves and then justify victimizing others. And that's where you get the religion of Ews, right? You take the J off their name, E-W-E, and Ew is a female sheep. So it's no coincidence that this is their religion. They are the women that they hate. So the Ews, the J-Ews, they hate women. For the same reason, they hate black people. To them, women in black is the same thing because they stole all their wisdom from Mercury. And they hate emotions. So overall, they hate their own emotions. Which is a problem. Because their emotions aren't going anywhere. (laughs) Their emotions are creating the universe we're in. So if these ewes hate their own emotions so much that they worship a jealous, all-consuming fireball that they want us to call God, that's really scary because that's how we get the banking system justifying doing whatever it takes to spread genocide in the name of killing children, in the name of a child sacrifice. They sacrifice billions of children in the name of one child, all because they hate their own emotions and they hate to be alone with their idea of God before giving it a name. So you like you deserve to know everyone in the universe deserves to know this is the truth as to why 
Masons are using the terms white and black to create the concepts of modern human race. And this is how they're harnessing our consciousness to generate infinite currency for the banking system. And this is all only possible because Masons are using Jesus. Jealous Jehovah is using all the past lives of Metatron's many messengers of Mercury to make money having Jesus teach us why we only live once. And now that is the most intelligent wisdom in the universe. A child getting killed by a government that says we only live once to serve the one true creator. And that child was black, but he got whitewashed and everyone's okay with it. Because racism. (laughs) Yo, this is scary. Like, this is real life. Everything that I'm sharing is straight up the fabric behind what makes reality matter. The ultimate fabric behind what makes reality matter is consciousness. And that's why consciousness is a weight. The top part is light. The bottom part is heavy. Men are light. Women are heavy. Children are weight. So when all of us are children of God, we're only able to be children of God because our spirits are experiencing energy. Our spirits are experiencing the energy that we were conscious of based on how our egoic lights became heavy in the weight of our soul. And now this is where Metatron would tell the Jews, Metatron would tell the Masons, Metatron, the Jews worship Metatron for bringing the Merkaba into existence. I'm sharing the truth behind that right here. So now you can see that your Merkaba as your mind is your chi area of God. It's your chi air, right? So chi and air are both three. So your Merkaba is your three energy that brings us to the mind. So Merkaba, Mercury, Metatron, they all start with M-E because my space wants you to know that you as a spirit create your mind so you can see me and your me is your own Mercury. Your me is your own Merkaba. Your me is your own Metatron. And now you can see that your me as your own Metatron is going to connect your own version of Thoth and your own version of Hermes, your own version of Odin, your own version of Quetzalcoatl, your own version of Zarathustra. Every body that your mind ever is, every body that your mind ever builds will be connected by your soul. That's the point of you having your own Merkaba. This is explicitly why the Ewes are using the Merkaba as a star of David for their global symbol yet they're using the cross for the Christian symbol. It's because they stole everything from Metatron to make money, keeping me poor, as poor as possible. I seriously want to die, but I'm not allowed, so... (laughs) I'll just keep growing. But do know that this is the truth about what the Merkaba is as your consciousness and what Metatron means. So your chi air, your chi ariat, allows you to see atmospheres outside of your space. So when I hit the spirit molecule, I take my chi air, I take my Merkaba, my mental atmosphere out of this body 
and into other atmospheres. So I can go to the universe of Atlantis, which has many different atmospheres, and I can go be aware of all those different atmospheres. And then I would be able to observe those forms of light, and then the spirits would communicate with me in forms of light that I'm familiar with based on the vibrational resonance of my soul. So this is where your Merkaba is literally your ego and your soul coming together so that you can be conscious of your thoughts and feelings. So then that's where we're correlating fire to thought because fire is your awareness and your thoughts just as far as like, you know, making it simple. Thought is much more earth, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, The way it plays out in reality for men, our ego atmosphere, the top part of our Merkaba, that's us being aware of how we think. Being aware of how we think is all the masculine ego atmosphere and then feeling emotional about our feelings or being emotional about our feelings even right to be emotional that's how we start to develop earth out of that we had to be the emotion that's where we start to really feel it when we be emotional about our feelings that is our feminine atmosphere so that's our soul so that's always going to be heavier than us being aware of how we think. Us being aware of how we think is not supposed to be heavier than the emotions we have about our feelings. The emotions we have about our feelings is condensing and trickling out of us being aware of how we think. And then that's where we can see that our soul is meant to support our ego. And now we can see why in nature, women feel like they're supposed to support men and men feel like women are supposed to support them. And then it's overall just about women wanting to support a man that she looks up to. And then a man wants to provide for a woman that I don't want to say he looks down on because ideally the man looks up to his woman. And like, that's like the perfect partnership as far as like, if you as a woman have masculine energy that your man looks up to, and you're a woman that he's attracted to, yes, that's that's a good marriage. That's that's a good Mercury marriage. Now, the way it naturally plays out, all right, from what I see, men want to look down at their women. Men, they, they don't like to look up at women because men, they like to be in their ego, especially here. So this is naturally how it plays out. Like, literally, we see it in height, right? <laughs> You know, I'm not saying anything pseudo when biologically we can fundamentally see that women don't like to be with men that are shorter than them. I have not, I've, I've interacted with so many humans. I have not met many women who are comfortable being with a man that's shorter than them, especially in my time of college with like online dating and Tinder, that became a whole joke that became a huge, hilarious joke of how women would only match with guys that appeared to be six feet or taller, (laughs) literally. So women do this. Women do this themselves. Women say that they want to be shorter. Women physically want to be shorter. And then women physically want to create a circumstance where they're with a man that's taller. And if a woman is with a guy that's shorter than them, she overall 
feels less attracted to him. And it's not the guy's fault. It's just purely based in the physiology of consciousness. When we know that men are fire, women are water, men are up, women are down, we can see why across the entire spectrum of human families, women like to be shorter, whereas men like to be taller. And women want to be with men that are taller than them. This is a manifestation of how women want fire to go up and they want to identify as water and go down. And it's not negative. The woman likes to hold things down. (laughs) So that is the point of women holding down a household. Women use their water to hold down a family, right? It's all about water. So it's basically about us seeing consciously, internally, fire provides light. Water nurtures light or supports light. But it supports light by nurturing light. And that's what women do. So women support men by nurturing them. And then men provide something that deserves to be supported. So then that's where if you're a man and you're providing a service that women want to support, then women will nurture you. And that is all about our consciousness. That's all about how internally our ego provides the thoughts that allow us to be aware of our spirit, whereas our soul nurtures the emotions that make our spirit real. Do you understand me? (laughs) Because this makes uh, a lot of sense to me. Just translating it based on uh, the space that I'm in, the psychedelic space, seeing what I'm seeing, consciousness and all that, speaking with the spirits that I've spoken to. This makes a lot of sense to me. So I'll keep expanding upon it. I just hope it makes sense to you because that's the point of us being able to branch out together and save the planet together. So now, from here, four body, three mind, two soul, one ego, we can see that zero is spirit, space. You are not the ego. You are not the soul. You are not the mind. You are not the body. You are a space. You are an infinitely individual spirit, separate from all spirits that are not conscious of your one and two. Literally. All the spirits that are not conscious of your ego and your soul, you are infinitely individual from them because the whole point of your number one, your ego, that is proof that your individuality matters and your soul is supporting that fact. And now you have your own mind. Now you have your own Merkaba. So then this is where you can see your consciousness is literally a manifestation of this spiritual science that I'm sharing with you, where your ego provides the light that allows you to be aware of your space, your own zero, and your soul nurtures all the emotions that support 
your awareness that make your awareness relatable to others. So literally, my ego is aware of all these ideas that are not relatable to you. But because I have my own soul and my soul is connected to this body, my soul can subconsciously see in all these different ways how I should connect my ego to spirits outside of myself. And the only way I can connect my ego to spirits outside of myself is to go to three, to breathe. So then that brings me to my mind. That brings us to three. Like I'm saying, that's the Merkaba, right? So the one is the man, the one is the ego, the two is the woman. And that looks like when your ego sits in your soul, that's the real meaning of the Merkaba for Metatron before the Mason stole it and then made money off of it. So when you see that the Merkaba is a chariot of God, think of your God as your ego. This is why they describe God as an all-consuming ball of fire. That's a spirit that is consuming everything from me, stealing everything that he can, and then taking credit for my consciousness. That's what fire does. That's Jealous Jehovah's ego. So we can see that the Merkaba is the chariot of God because your ego is your God and your soul is your chair. Literally. So once your spirit wants to communicate with spirits outside of itself, your God, your ego, sits in your soul. And once your soul is supporting your godly ego, now you can create a spaceship. That's your consciousness. Your spaceship Merkaba mind is this consciousness that then generates an atmosphere. And you can deck out this atmosphere in infinite ways because that's the concept of the spaceship. So when you see the Merkaba being all that geometry, it's about this three energy, the three generating the chi that allows one to see. And now your mind can sail the sea based on what you want to see. But it's all going to be rooted in your chi. And you're not the mind. As a spirit, you know you're not the ego, you're not the soul, you're not the mind. It is only once your spirit wants to communicate with other spirits that you can put your God in your chair and experience your consciousness. So your idea of God is your ego. Now, that's not for you to say that you are the God of the universe, because once you're experiencing your consciousness inside the universe, you are not responsible for everything that's happening inside of that universe. God is the only entity with the power to take responsibility for everything that's happening in the universe. Now, your idea of God is an expression of your ego, which means that you can take responsibility for your personal universe. And then that's all based on how big your universe is. So I can take responsibility for everything that's come out of Mercury's universe because I'm supposed to. And that's what I'm being pressured or forced or pushed to do. (laughs) I want to do it. But again, that's why I can say that the pressure being placed upon me to do what I'm doing is not being placed upon anyone else. And that's all a manifestation of the soul. So I can't expect anyone to make the connections that I'm creating because no one has the same soul that I do. That's why this pressure is being placed upon me. That's the Spider-Man essence of life. 
great power comes great responsibility. Peter Parker got bitten by that spider, and now he started feeling all this esoteric pressure on him to do way more positive things with his powers. Literally. So that is how I am using my consciousness to expand the universe more consciously (laughs) by taking responsibility for my powers. And by taking responsibility for my powers, I can productively produce peace out of my profitable projections. And thus, this is on expression of my consciousness. And that's where God needs me to let you know that every messenger of Mercury is simply one angelic aspect of Metatron's solo soul. And Metatron, as an infinitely individual god, cannot be limited to one form. So this is why Metatron created the concept of Spider-Man. The concept of coming to spirits in many forms while retaining his infinite individuality and thus being able to share the truth with everyone about what it means to take responsibility for our power. And that's only possible on an infinitely individual basis. No one outside of my spirit can take responsibility for the power that God has given me. And if people try to take responsibility for the power God has given me, they would be very ignorant because they don't even know the extents of the power that God has given me. And that would be the Masons weaponizing all of Metatron's past lives to teach us that we only live once. So that's how they're making money weaponizing Spider-Man to hold their system together. And you're Spider-Man. They don't want you to know that your Mercury, your consciousness is your Merkaba. And your Mercury as your consciousness is using your caduceus to hold every cell in your body together. They don't want you to know that because they don't want you to use your Spider-Man powers to work for yourself. They don't want you to support yourself. They want you to support them. That's why we have the culture of white people enslaving black people and making money off of cannibalizing black people and destroying the environment by stealing land from the Native American Wakan Tonkins that they have labeled as Indians. So this has been an expression of my consciousness. (laughs) I am not this consciousness. I am not anything that I create, but I do own all of my creations. So do know that Hermes is property of the spirit that manages Mercury. Tehuti, all forms of Trismegistus are property of the spirit that manages Mercury. Odin, Zarathustra, Metatron, Quetzalcoatl, all property of the spirit that manages Mercury. Every single past life of Mercury is property. I own all of my bodies because every body I have ever built is my business, not yours and not Jealous Jehovah's, not El Kanaz, not any all-consuming fire ego. My body is is not anyone else's business except my own. And that's what I would say for you. 
your body is your own business. That's astrology. That's what astrology is really about. That's why it goes Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. Taurus 10, Virgo 11, Capricorn 12. Taurus 10 is body, Virgo 11 is structure, Capricorn 12 is business. The moment you build a body on earth, your structure is your business. So this body that I have is a bunch of structures, right? That's the Virgo essence of this body. So my body as a concept, the Taurus is my mentality. That's the spirit side, the space side, the structure side, the solid side is the Virgo. All these connections allow my body to bring heaven to earth, which is really me spending time here. And now that's Capricorn. And my entire life, I've been spending time building my body. That's why my body's gotten bigger. Literally, my body is getting bigger because I'm spending time building it astrologically. The government does not want me to know that. The government does not want you to know that. These white supremacists don't want me to be aware of any of this because they stole it from me to make money for themselves. And I'm giving it away to the universe at the full expense of myself because everyone deserves to know this truth. This is why your body is your business. And this is why the way that you spend time matters. Literally. And the way that you spend your time is a manifestation of what your consciousness is focused on. Literally. So that's how you expand the universe. Literally. Shame on them. Shame on them in all forms and all angles for never teaching me this and never wanting me to know this. It's taking me fasting and smoking a lot of this substance that they've made illegal doing my Black Panther Spider-Man duties and obligations, taking care of my responsibilities so that I can be conscious of where Masons stole all their money from. Next episode, (laughs) we will get into why Chase's space as zero and Odin the ego is one, Zarathustra the soul is two, Hermes as the mind is three, Tehuti as the body is four, Metatron as the family is five, Symmetry as the planet is six, Quetzalcoatl as a consciousness is seven, Mercury as the universe is eight, and Irisel as the god is nine. Much love. Peace out. I'm about to spark up more of this space medicine so I can continue to communicate with the spirits that are actually telling me the truth behind why white supremacy has used the concept of one God to erase and replace my indigenous ancestors. (laughs) much love peace out i'll see you later gang gang